You're listening to the Quietly Ambitious podcast, and this episode is one from before we rebranded. So if you hear references to Creatively Human, that is why. I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to Creatively Human, a podcast for online business owners and creatives that goes beyond the work and dives deep into why we do what we do, the struggles and wins we face along the way, and how we fit it all into the kind of life we want to live. I'm your host, Ruth Poundwhite, and I help creatives grow their businesses in ways that fit around their life and values. Hi, and welcome back to another solo episode of Creatively Human. Today's episode is making me a bit nervous, I'm going to be honest with you, because it's kind of a really big topic and I'm getting all those thoughts, all that imposter syndrome, asking myself, who am I to be talking about this? But it's important to me and I know that it's important to a lot of you as well. So I really wanted to address it on today's solar episode. And that topic is changing the world with our work and our businesses. And before I get started, I'm just going to apologize for my nasal voice because I do have a bit of a cold right now, but I'm pushing forward and doing this imperfectly as always. Before we dig into the meat of today's episode, I want to remind you that I currently have a course for sale and it's only available for a few more days at the time of this episode release. The course is called Clarify Your Big Picture Business Kit and it's all about the process that I like to call having a business meeting with yourself. I believe that it's so important to take time out of the day-to-day of our businesses, to take time away from the firefighting and the stress and the feeling like we don't have enough time to look at the bigger picture of what we want to do, to know where we are, to figure out where we want to go, and also to think about these big goals, to think about the bigger purpose of our work and how we want to change the world. So Clarify will take you through all the exercises I've been using in my own business for around eight years now. And it basically helps you get it all done in the course of a morning or an afternoon so you can quickly get to the heart of what matters to you and you can free up time, free up mental energy, get clear on your boundaries, simplify the work you do, know where you are financially and set some really big goals for your business. It's basically a combination of practical exercises and examples from my own business and also an exploration of the purposeful stuff, the stuff that really matters to you and sort of the reason why you're in business in the first place. Anyway, all of the information is available at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash clarify and like I said, the course is closed soon for a while so if it sounds like something that could help you in your business then check it out now. So like I said today's topic is quite bold and it's making me feel nervous and I feel very audacious even saying it but I'm saying it. I believe that we can change the world with our work and with our own businesses and I also believe that changing the world starts with a small idea and big things can happen from there. So what do I mean by changing the world? Well, the reason I said that I think that changing the world starts with an idea is because I think that a lot of us think we have to have it all figured out now and it has to be something really big and bold. But I don't think that's true. I think changing the world can start small. It can even stay seemingly small, but it can make a big difference. 
So for example, I do think that you can change the world by starting with changing yourself. You can change the world by changing the life for your family and you can change the world by helping just one individual. And I think it's important to remember that it's okay to start small, it's okay to not have it all figured out yet and it's okay to see where the journey takes you. So I want to share some examples from my business because it's something that I think about all the time and I'm always trying to make sure that I'm keeping the bigger vision in mind. The thing that comes to mind straight away is this podcast because, and I'm going to do an episode all about this, but I'll just go into it briefly here. This is something I never thought I would do. This is something that I had the idea for quite a long time ago and when I had the idea, I knew that I wanted to go beyond the surface of the online business world. Like I wanted to go into the deeper topics, some of the deeper stuff that we've talked about so far on this series, like mental illness and the sort of courage it takes to put your work into the world and the the self-doubt that you have to face when you do that. But to be honest, I've had tons of imposter syndrome about starting the podcast. Like, why am I the one to put this into the world? But I am a massive introvert and I talk about being a massive introvert and I talk about being scared of doing what I'm doing and the thing that I get messaged about the most is all that stuff. So I do know that even though this isn't a massive podcast, even though this is quite new and it's not like listened to by millions of people or anything, I know that it is making a difference because I'm getting messages from people telling me so and that is so important to me. I've also been thinking a lot about how running your own business can change the world in the sense that it changes the way that we are expected to live and work. So most people are expected to go and work nine to five. They're expected to be in the office for that amount of time, no matter how much work they get done, no matter how much they achieve, and they have a fixed amount of holiday time. I feel like as business owners, we can change that and that that can make a huge difference, not only to our personal well-being and mental health, but also to our families. And especially if we have children, it means that we can be there for them more. Now, I'm not saying it's as simple as that, because I'm sure a lot of us can relate to the fact that we end up working more when we're self-employed. But the fact that we have choices and the fact that we can work less, the fact that we can be there with our families, the fact that we don't have to work nine to five and that we can take our physical and mental health into account, I think that that is so, so important. And I feel like by doing that, by working differently, by being an example to other people in our lives, it just kind of shows what's possible. And it shows that we don't have to conform to this normal way of working. And this is why I'm also so passionate about helping people run their own businesses. This is why I want to do business mentoring. And this is why I want to teach people like in my Clarify course, how to step back and look at the bigger picture of what matters and to make sure you're working and living in a way that really works that means that you're fairly paid but also means that you have enough time off and I feel like I'm going on a bit of a rant about this but actually I do feel really passionately about this and I do feel like the way that we've all been raised to think about work is kind of wrong. I also feel like even the act of running your own business, even the act of making money yourself is kind of radical if you are a woman or if you are a non-binary person or if you are a person of colour or if you're disabled or if you suffer from mental health issues or if you're part of any traditionally marginalised group because the biggest systems to support business and corporations 
aren't made for you. They're made by and for white men. So if you are a woman, a non-binary person or a marginalised person or even a man who isn't traditionally masculine or a man who actually wants to spend more time at home with the family, running your own business and changing the way you define work makes a huge difference and I'm hoping that eventually it will ripple to more and more people in society and change the way we think about work and life. Like I recognise the fact that I am a privileged white woman, I have had access to a good education and I've always been brought up with the narrative that I could kind of achieve whatever I wanted. So I'm starting from that point of privilege in my business and I'm not going to pretend that that privilege doesn't exist or that everything I have created in my business has been a result of me having a dream and just making it happen because that's not true and there is a wider discussion needed about this privilege in the online business world. However, I do also believe that we have a responsibility to use our platforms and to think about whose voices we are amplifying and to think about how we charge and how we spend our money to address the inequality in the world. And to get outside of our bubbles on social media and what we read, the books we read, the podcasts we listen to and the people's experiences who we learn about. I feel like I'm going on a bit of a rant here so I'm going to rein myself in and I'm going to share a few examples that some of my Instagram followers shared with me a few months back when I asked them how they were hoping to and already were changing the world with their work. I think that it sort of highlights how we're all doing this in our own way and we're all playing to our own individual strengths to help the people that can most benefit from what we do. Maria at The Teen Coach is helping the next generation navigate a healthy relationship with their phones and social media. We've had lots of coaches helping women recognise their potential, learn to believe in themselves and live happy, fulfilled lives. At Julia Goodall underscore psychologist wants to promote psychology as an exploration of health, not just illness. We have creative writers and artists helping people to better explore their inner worlds. We have shop owners making a stand against rapid consumption by taking a more slow and sustainable approach. At Forest School Jess is boosting children's connection with nature with a fully outdoor nursery. At Cat Blue Jay is helping people ignore the bullshit we're fed from society and the patriarchy. Amen. Sarah at underscore a bit of pink recommended her good friend who is CEO of the website Amalia.com representing and raising the voices of Muslim women in all their richness and diversity. At Lauren Alexander Weddings is helping clients reduce waste in the wedding industry. And Sophie at Nourish underscore Paris is providing support to new parents through healthy meal delivery. I noticed that a lot of people, when they shared their answers with me, said that they found it kind of hard to admit that they were changing the world, but that they were definitely trying to make an impact in their corner of the world for individuals and even for their families through financial freedom. And I think this is a common theme with us. Like it sounds really bold and big to think that we want to change the world. And it's something I even said at the beginning of this episode, like I'm kind of nervous about talking about this subject. And I wanted to share something that at hazel.and.hope said that I think sums it all up perfectly. 
She says that seeing everyone's messages about how they want to change the world has been a lovely reminder that the little bits we are all doing individually are part of a wider network of individual acts that together do have the power to change the world. And I haven't even included all of the things that people sent me because I feel like it's just too much to read out on the podcast. But if you go to my Instagram profile at Ruth Poundwhite, you can view it in the highlights. And actually, I'll include all of the links to everyone's profiles and what they said in my show notes blog post for this episode as well. So I think it's clear from these examples from a very small sample of my Instagram following that changing the world can mean something different for everyone and what matters is that we stay connected to our purpose and take steps towards it and also just that we allow ourselves to accept that we want to change the world and that we don't have to have it all figured out right now. So I thought I would share a few things that I use to stay connected to that purpose and to make sure that everything I do kind of comes back to that. It kind of makes it easier to make decisions when you have that strong purpose and it also makes it easier to connect with your followers and be a brand that actually stands for something, not just like a faceless online shop. For me, it always starts with journaling. Journaling helps me figure things out that I just can't figure out if I just stay thinking in my head. I like to free write whenever I'm stuck on something. So free writing basically just means carry on writing. Don't edit what you're saying. Just keep writing. If you can't think of anything to say, just write that. I can't think of anything to say. I do often ask myself questions when I'm free writing, like why does this matter to me? Why am I feeling stuck? How do I want to help people? Things like that. You can also do more structured exercises like there's an exercise called the five whys where you ask yourself why am I in business you write down the answer then you ask yourself why again and you do it five times and by the time you get to like the fifth time you're answering it you should have got to some like real deeper reason why you're doing what you're doing. There's also another exercise that I really love where you write a letter from your future self to yourself now. So you could pick any kind of period in time in the future. It could be one year, could be five years and you can write a letter to yourself about what you've achieved and how you've helped people with your business. Something else I tried recently was to get a sheet of paper and split it into two columns and write why my business and my products can help people. The first column was the small ways and the second column was the big ways. So for example for my course clarify that's out now the first column might have something like help people save time and feel less stressed in their businesses and the second column might be something really massive like give people more mental space so that they can think about ways to change the world with their businesses and doing it in this way sort of gives yourself permission to even consider the fact that you could help people in those big ways because I know it's hard like we've already said it's really hard to think that what you're doing could have such an impact but it's also really important to let yourself sort of go there with your mind. The other thing that I'm always talking about is to figure out your core business values and these aren't like some fixed thing they will change but I do think it's important to choose words and values that really matter in your business. So basically you can choose from a list of words, think about what matters to you, think about what makes you proudest, journal about it and come up with three to five words that represent the values you want to sort of work by in your business. So for example, mine are compassion, purpose and creativity. And I've actually got noted down what they mean to me and how they play out in my work. 
I also have profitability. I don't really consider that to be a value, but I do consider it to be something worth reminding myself of that being profitable is what allows all these other things to play out. I've actually also written five key features that I want my work to have. I want it to help and welcome others. I want it to serve a wider social purpose. I want it to be personally fulfilling to me. I want it to make a profit and I want it to fit around my day-to-day life. And all this work, like I said, not only helps you to sort of stay true to your bigger mission in the world, it also helps you believe it's possible and it helps you make decisions. It kind of makes your work simpler when you know what you're doing it for. And actually, I'm currently reading a book by Paul Jarvis called Company of One, and he talks a lot about having a strong purpose with your business and apparently studies on the biggest businesses have shown that companies that have a strong purpose actually do better. (laughs) They actually outgrew other companies that didn't have a strong purpose by 12% which I thought was so interesting and I think it's because having a strong purpose like I said helps you save time in your decision making and stay focused but it also helps you really connect with your audience because having a strong purpose is not something that you can fake it's real and people will either really get on board with it or they won't be your people so it does have benefits to your business as well as sort of your personal fulfillment and the wider work that you want to do in the world. I suppose the message that I want anyone listening to this to come away with is that it can be easy to get bogged down in the day-to-day running of your business and I feel like it's important to take that step back to consider how you're working to give yourself space to think about the bigger things and to think about how you can be personally fulfilled by your business, how you can earn a very fair wage for what you do and how you can make an impact in the world, whether that's an impact on the lives of your family, on individuals or in the bigger world as a whole. And before I go, I'm just going to mention again that this is the stuff that I feel my course Clarify, your big picture business kit can help you with. It goes into loads of the practical stuff, the way you're working, creating systems to help your work goes more smoothly, knowing your numbers and getting to know your dream clients and all of that. But it's also really about creating space for the bigger purpose, for your values, for how you feel about your business and for what you want your work to ultimately achieve in the world. So you can find that at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash clarify. And I would love to hear any thoughts you have about this episode. Like I said, I'm a bit nervous about putting this one out there, but I think it's really important to talk about. So feel free to send me a message on at ruthpoundwhite on Instagram or reply to any of my email newsletters. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Creatively Human. It would really help me and the podcast if you could take a moment to review, rate and subscribe. I'd also really love to hear from you on Instagram at Ruth Poundwhite, where I like to get a bit philosophical about online business. And you can find me on my website, ruthpoundwhite.com, where you can read the episode show notes, subscribe to my behind the scenes newsletter or read more about my own experience of running a creative online business.